raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Good morning. It is Thursday, April 20th. It is five minutes after 10. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So with Senate Bill 4 here in Indiana, the uh, lawmakers are going to start investigating how the state of Indiana handled COVID and exactly the emergency executive powers that Governor Holcomb had and what he did with them during that time. There's also been some investigating going on in the federal side of things on the national scale and Republicans have made investigating the origins of the pandemic a top priority and a new report came out from Senator Roger Marshall he's from Kansas and he says that he's uncovered some stunning developments in the search for answers calling them bombshells so the one good thing about the Republicans being in charge of the House is they can do these investigations now it's like the famous Seinfeld line you're good at taking the reservation. You just can't keep the reservation. Holding. That's the most important part. Yeah. Republicans are very good at uncovering the problems. They're just not very good at solving the problems. And so the uh, National Institute for Health, the director there, this guy's name, I believe, is Lawrence Tabak. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was up in front of the House um yesterday the other day and they were grilling him on covid and this guy this is unbelievable casey i mean you've got multiple government agencies under biden now saying yeah this probably came from a lab i mean you've got law enforcement saying it you've got departments under the biden administration saying it uh again people whose jobs are at the whim of the president and even they're like yeah it probably came from a lab but this dude you got to give him credit he is not giving it up that um, he says he knows nothing about the origins of COVID. But Casey, if he had to guess, it probably came from an animal. Mm. Did the COVID-19 virus originate from the Chinese Wuhan Institute of Virology? I have no idea. All right. What do you know about the origin? I mean, you're the NIH. Well, again, the, the, the origins, there are two prevalent theories, a lab accident, or as you say, a lab leak, uh, versus uh, a zoonotic transfer um, from, from animals to humans. Um, in my mind, the available evidence favors the latter, but of course, our minds are open to the former possibility. It favors the latter as in that it came a, a from? Zoonot- a zoonotic transfer. So that's what you favor a, a just a natural transfer from from what bats to to human beings to, to things like uh, civets and, and 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 such animals like that yes kev can we play just like the first <laughs> i'll tell you when to stop because this is, reminds me of a very famous scene in a very famous movie just the beginning of it and i'll tell you where to stop go ahead did the COVID 19 virus originate from the chinese wuhan institute of virology I have no idea. All right. What do you know about the origin? I mean, you're the NIH. The, well, again... Okay, the, stop. The, the... Remember the scene in Animal House where they take Dorfman's brother's car <laughs> and they wreck it mm-hmm. and then they bring it back 
and uh, they, you know, flounders in tears, and they go, "Hey, it's fine. We're gonna tell everybody that you were doing a great job protecting your brother's car and taking care of it. We all went to bed, woke up one morning, and it was gone. And he looks, he looks at, at I think it's Stratton, and he goes, that you think that that might work? And he goes. It's got to work better than the truth. <laughs> and Belushi's in the background just making all these faces, kind of juggling his hands like, mm-hmm. hey, who knows? That is that guy. Like, where you're NIH. You're NIH. National Institute of Health. Yeah. I think COVID falls under health. I think COVID was a pretty big deal for health. Hey, bro, where do you think the COVID, where did the COVID come from? And he's Belushi in the background. I don't know. I don't know. These people are disgusting, Casey. They're disgusting. So so Senator Marshall, in his findings, he said that he thinks it's been an unintentional lab leak. And one is that somebody was exposed while they were creating vaccines, walked out of the lab, and that's how it was released. I don't agree with that at all. And I've said this from day one. And until I am disproved by this, I keep getting closer to being proved correct by it. I think China unleashed that on those protesters in Hong Kong. If you remember, and I've always said this, and nobody has disproved it, and every single time there's new evidence, it leads closer to this, that if you remember in the lead-up to COVID, what was the major world event going on? It was that very large, very loud, very, in many ways, effective protest that was taking place in Hong Kong in regards to China. And what happened as soon as COVID happened? It all went away. Mm -hmm. The other theory from Senator Marshall is that it was gain of function, which Fauci has denied, denied, denied. Oh, I think it was definitely created. And I think at this point, uh, there is so much evidence that it was created. And it is China. And they got the desired result because it's not like China cares about the world or its citizens. All of that stuff, conveniently for China, Mm -hmm. went away. Okay. So... He went on to say that there's no study to get to the bottom of COVID origins. How much of your funding is going towards those studies? We have we we have we do not have any specific study looking at origins per se. We do support um, evolutionary biologists who study viral evolution, and these are the individuals who are typically called upon to 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 uh, comment on this type of issue. So you had a virus that crippled the world. You had a virus that killed millions of people worldwide. You shut down your societies over it. You crippled economies over it. You don't know where it came from, and nobody's specifically looking into that? Shouldn't that be a giant red flag for everyone? Mm-hmm. And why are they continuing to hide information? Casey, if there is a leak... Uh, on your property like don't you immediately call a plumber or someone who not only is their job to stop the leak but figure out why it happened so i don't know it doesn't happen again yeah i mean that's the steps you take at your freaking house (laughs) much less if there's a virus that was unleashed on the world and destroyed society wouldn't you kind of make that priority numero uno to figure out where it came from so it doesn't happen again i still you know you say that china unleashed it 
I still say that there's a part where it's U.S. funded gain of function research, and that's why they're hiding. Well, yeah, no, I, the, yeah, no, I think why the, they don't want the origin. I think those know. emails and the Fauci testimony and the Rand Paul stuff that he's uncovered shows absolutely the U.S. was involved in. Now, I'm not sure if the U.S. was involved in unleashing it on people. I don't think I don't think that, but I think the U.S. was definitely involved in the creation of this thing. Absolutely, no, I'm a hundred percent. 100% uh, with you on that. All right, Casey, have you been following this thing with Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey? I have. Isn't that interesting? This is so wild. These two guys have been going back and forth for a while now over whether they might actually be biological brothers. Mm-hmm. And now Woody Harrelson, Matthew McConaughey had kind of put it out there first. And it sort of went away, but then Woody Harrelson is now piped up, and not only does he think it's uh, possible, he wants a DNA test. Right, to see if they're blood brothers, for real. Or is this just more publicity? We'll get into it coming up from 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. When St. Jude opened in 1962, childhood cancer was considered incurable. Since then, St. Jude has helped push the overall survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. St. Jude won't stop until no child dies from cancer. Join me today in supporting St. Jude by calling 1-800-411-9898. That's 1-800-411-9898 to become a partner in hope. Your gift to St. Jude could last a lifetime. 17 minutes after 10, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Trending this morning, the Oakland Athletics. They have signed a binding agreement to purchase land for a new retractable roof ballpark in Las Vegas. This after being unable to build a new venue in the Bay Area. And I mentioned this because we were just talking about them, how they have that possum that's yes. living in the TV broadcast booth yes. in the visitor side, so much so that the visitor broadcast crew had to do their broadcast from a different booth yes. because the possum pretty much set up shop in there and making it quite a stinky location. Can't, can't beat fun at the old ballpark and supposedly that new stadium in Vegas I think will be done in 2027. Also trending this morning, don't know if you heard about this, he's a hockey player. He plays for the Winnipeg Jet. His name is Morgan Barron. He took a skate to the face. Got 75 stitches. A skate to the That's face. It? Took 75 stitches, but then returned to the game. The price for it, he went up the tunnel to the Jets dressing room. I was injured on a splash sequence like this where I had a slice to my finger, a roller in the cutting my finger. Just melee in the crease, and you can see it there. And the skate now, you see it clipping, it's the skate of Rassois. Where'd you get that audio? That's, off your television? That's, that's terrible. That sounded awful. Well, didn't you tell him to pull it? Why yeah. do you look surprised? Yeah, I was kind of that's surprised your story. you put that on the template. You <laughs> picked the story. What, what? She's looking at you like, Kevin, why did you pull such terrible audio? Me, that was that's bad. your story. I thought the same thing. I thought it was my computer at home. I did. I, I, <laughs> that was the actual original audio. My bad. Sorry about that. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, this, this hockey player, he took a skate to the face, got a bunch of stitches, and then kept playing. So there's a hockey play for you. Uh, hopefully this audio will be better. This is musical theater actress 
Patty Lapone, right? She was on The View, and she says she doesn't know the difference between the Christian right and the Taliban. This before and I'm going to get in trouble, but I have said this before and it's been in print. I don't know what the difference between our Christian right and the Taliban is. I have no idea what the difference is. You're not the only person who's said that. I don't. I, I, I just don't know what the difference is. Yeah. What's happening in this country right now, in the name of religion, is so dangerous. She doesn't know the difference between the Christian right and the Taliban. Well, how about God-fearing and worshipers versus people who mutilate others? How about that? I'm so offended by this, and I will tell you why. My brother was deployed in December of 2001. He was in the reserves. He ended up going active duty because of 9-11. So three months after 9-11 happened, he was deployed and sent over there. And he was the commander of the mission that rounded up the Taliban and took him to Guantanamo Bay. He is Catholic, a family man. And you're telling me there's no difference between my brother and the Taliban? Well, not in her eyes. That show should be canceled. It should be finished. It should be erased. It should be taken off the air. But are you really surprised you heard that from her? Like, I know I know it's deeply offensive. It is. You should be. But are you really surprised? I am surprised. Really? That, yes. That somebody would say there's no difference the, between the Taliban and Christians? The na- Okay, let's make sure we're talking about the same show. You say the name of the show first. It's The View. The View. Yeah. Which has people like Whoopi Goldberg on it. We're talking about the same The View, right? Mm-hmm. And the, uh, oh, she was a famous actress and singer. Who's the obnoxious one, the older lady? Uh, Behar? Behar, Joy Behar. Yeah. You're surprised you heard that on The View. Again, I'm not saying you shouldn't be offended, and it's not hyper-offensive. It is, but you're surprised with that little cast of merry, merry women that make up the daily cesspool that is that show that you heard that that surprises you i'm surprised that it is still allowed to be on broadcast who do you think runs the network casey who do you think runs these mainstream not just the cable networks but the mainstream television networks well and for whoopi goldberg to to cheer her on keep going yes these people hate america Hi, welcome to the show. We've been at this for a year now. These people hate America, Casey. They hate everything that is good about America. They believe America is the enemy. This is why when we talk about the critical race theory stuff, being taught to your kids in public schools, this is what they're training your kids to think, that America is the enemy, that America is the awful the, the, the awful place, that America isn't is unsalvageable. And if you're going to talk about America being awful and America being the enemy and America being the bad guy. Well, who is the bigger face than that of that than the U.S. military? Yeah, I, I just I, I just that just it makes me so upset because I know the sacrifice that my brother took and his family and the danger that he put himself in because it was what he was ordered to do. And years later, this woman has the gall to say that there's no difference between being a Christian and the Taliban? That's just above the pale for right, me. Right, but but again, Christianity, the U.S. military, they do they will pick their, and I mean, I, I mentioned the U.S. military because of your brother and he served, but you can extrapolate in this case of what she's saying to Christianity. 
Yes, we're we are a nation founded on Christian principles. So yes, they're going to hate that because they hate this country. They hate America. People need to get this through their heads. The left does not want to reform America. It doesn't want to change America. It doesn't want to fix America. The left wants to burn this country to the ground and rebuild it in some warped, twisted, bizarro, sick Marxist ideology that fits whatever bizarro fetish that resides in their head. Don't take my words for it. Take their words for it. They tell you every single day. Like she just did. It's 23 minutes after 10. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So what is going on with Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey? (laughs) Let's just change gears, shall we? They, uh, They think that they might be biological brothers, and now they're calling for a DNA test. So Matthew McConaughey was thinking this all along, because where one guy's life ends and the other begins, they they kind of cross over in a lot of things. They've been on that TV show together, uh, True Detective, and they were sitting around, I believe it was in Greece, they said, they were watching the World Cup, and Matthew McConaughey's mom was there. And they all knew each other from Texas. Uh-huh. And at one point, Matthew McConaughey's mom said she knew Woody Harrelson's dad. Yeah. And at the time, Woody's parents were divorcing, so they were single. And he says the way that Matthew's mom said knew, uh-huh. as in knew intimately. So is, is, the, is their argument then that Charles... Harrelson, mm-hmm. who is Woody Harrelson's dad, is also Matthew McConaughey's dad. Yes. So, of course, for those of you who don't know, Woody Harrelson's dad is Charles Harris Harrelson. Let me get that. Charles Harrison is a phenomenal local preacher, uh, leader of the Ten Point Coalition. So, not the same guy. Charles Harrelson, mm-hmm. who was a famous hitman who killed a federal judge. No, we're getting this wrong. They both have the same mom. No, wait a second. What are you saying? What are you saying? They both have the same mom. They're, the same they're, mom. They're saying that Woody Harrelson's mom is not his mom. Let's just listen to him. We we talked to Momac, uh, Matthew's legitimate mother. And uh, she let us know one time. We were actually, I mean, this is, it's crazy. We were in Greece. We were watching the, uh, uh, you know, the U.S. team win the World Cup. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I mentioned something about regrets. And I said, you know, it's odd that my father has no regrets. And and I've known Momak a long time, you know. And she goes, I knew your father. <laughs> and it was the ellipses I found a little troubling. The pause. Or interesting. The pause. Yeah. That Almost. I knew how would your you father. Describe, how would you describe that pause as, as a... Filled with innuendo. So is she saying then that her, Matthew McConaughey's mom, is also Woody Harrelson's mom? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yes. Yes. This is what I'm saying. This is so weird the way they're trying to go about this, which almost makes me think it's a publicity stunt. Well, and that's because how would I'm... you? How, it, it, your dad might not theoretically be your dad. That would be, I mean, usually people look like their parents, whatever. But there is a case that you know, 
somebody might not be your dad. But the person who gave birth to you is usually, is usually much easier to disprove. He went on to say that the year of Matthew's birth, nine months before, she was on a sabbatical from her relationship with his supposed father, Jim. Somebody's messing around. They need to get these DNA tests done. Or... Is this all just publicity because they're going to be in this upcoming show about brothers? That's what it is. I'm already, I'm already out of this. I'm already out of this after You're hearing determined. that. You're determined. Because no, 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 this is totally publicity stunt that they're just whatever and it'll get, get a bunch of attention and these guys are working everybody. Because they're I'm both out of from this. Texas. It was a giant time. waste of my time. This was your segment, Casey. <laughs> this is why I have to do the template because we went through all this roller coaster of emotion and we're getting played by these two guys. It's- so this segment, we had the audio... And we're getting played. <laughs> getting played by Matthew McConaughey. All right. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. 317-684-8444. That's the phone number if you'd like to contribute. It's time to hear from you and your thoughts with voicemails. All right, so um, we got a big thing coming up at the end of the segment here, so we want to get to that. But first, we got into a lengthy discussion yesterday, as we have many, many days now, about the sick obsession with many people in this country when it comes to men playing women's sports. And it is uh, a legitimate fetish for people on the left. It is sick. It is twisted. It is so weird. And it is now a platform of the Democrat Party that men should be able to, in the case of Leah Thomas, win, dominate women's sports, show their genitals in the locker room, Hey, I guess it's all, this is the stable of the Democrat Party now, and somebody called about that. Uh, you were just listening to the Leah Thomas and you know that kind of thing, that story. But you said it exactly right. I mean, there is, there is. There's something sick and twisted in society going on to think exactly what you said, that a male with a penis is allowed to compete against women. How is that equal? They just said it, or whoever that person was, said that she wants, or that they want equal opportunities for all. Well, that's not equal, because we all know that a male is just physically more dominant than a woman physically. So when it comes to competing, of course that male is going to win. Yeah, and the Biden administration right now is talking about amending Title IX. What's the point of Title IX? It was created to make equality for women to be able to play sports. And now, by letting these biological males in that space, you're just erasing all of that equality. So why even have Title IX at this point? Yeah, and I think the biggest concern is it's not... It's not a fringe group of the Democrat Party. It's not a small section of the Democrat Party. I mean, it's weird that the people are out there, period, who really want this stuff. But this is now the blueprint, the staple, the platform 
of the Democrat Party. I mean, they are publicly the politicians, Biden, the congressmen, the senators, the governors. They are cheerleading for men with male genitalia to be able to pretend that they are women and just just dominate women's sports. I mean, it is so scary that this is a this is the a plank of one of the major political parties in this country. Yeah, and it's taking opportunities away from women. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know, the NRA convention was here mm-hmm. uh, last weekend, and everybody got out peacefully. I mean, not in the city of Indianapolis, because, of course, people die all the time here and get shot and stabbed and whatever. But none of the NRA people were involved in any sort of violence. And somebody pointed out how, you know, you would think because the gun is the problem with all these people with guns at the gun convention, there would have been a lot of violence. Hey, Kendall and Casey, love show. This is me, your show. You're talking about the NRA convention. Um, I've always had this thought when I first heard that it was coming to town. I was just wanting to see how many, just waiting to see how it ended, how many people were going to get killed or shot uh, there at the convention. And I am so appalled that nobody was shot or killed at that uh, convention. And I'm being sarcastic. You would think with all the unhinged MAGA uh, people uh, that carry guns and are backing guns, they weren't uh, mowing down people left and right with all the guns and ammunition and everything that was present. Yeah. It was the safest place to be. Yeah, because the gun is not the problem. And as a responsible gun owner, I can say that Responsible gun ownership lies with the gun owner. If you know what you're doing around a firearm and if you make sure that the people in your home know what you're doing around a firearm and you are a good and decent person who uses that firearm for self-defense, there is no problem. The people who are committing the acts of violence are the problem. The gun itself is not the problem. And as soon as the NRA packed up and left town this morning in Indianapolis, two people were shot. Yeah, but not from the NRA. Correct. All right, uh, one more call before we get to our kind of our special little thing we're going to do here. Uh, somebody else, you know, Casey, property taxes have kind of been a, a big deal. And well, let me rephrase that. They've been a big deal to the people who are now paying the property taxes that have gone way up. They are no deal at all to the Indiana Republican Party, right. the Indiana General Assembly, with which are Republican supermajorities, and the Republican governor. And this person lives in Marion County, and they're trying to figure out what to do about their property taxes. I'm curious if... Uh the state and House Republicans that are in other counties, if if we make a phone call to them complaining about what their situation is, about them not giving us a fair amount of tax relief, does it matter if they're not Republicans in Marion County? Because from what I understand, my Marion County reps are all Democrats. So I'm not quite sure who to call. But if you could clarify that, that would be really helpful. Let us know, Marion County, who we should be calling to raise a complaint about them being so apathetic with regards to helping us here in this time of inflation and utility costs going up and everything else. Who can we talk to? I just feel like we don't don't know really which way to go. And I think your listeners would appreciate that as well. Have a good day. Thanks for always bringing it to the forefront. Bye. 
Well, we've been telling you this for a while now, and it's terrible we have to say this, but Nikki Kelly basically confirmed it yesterday. The phone call, the email, doesn't do any good at this point. Jim Merrick confirmed that this morning as well. You're right. He said the same thing. And he was there for 30 years. He knows these people better than anyone. The only way you are going to get these people to listen to you is to peacefully and legally, following all applicable state and federal statutes, get as close to being up in their grill as you can and tell them what you think of them. Mm -hmm. And collectively, and I've started to try to figure out how to do this, and I don't know exactly the best way, but maybe we'll ponder it out loud next hour. We got to have some sort of event at the state house. Yeah, and that's what Jim Merritt was encouraging us to do: is organize a protest of some sort. Now, I am good at promoting the events. I'm good at speaking at the events. I'm not good at actually being a front person for the event. So we'll have to ponder that. Somebody else may need to maybe we'll open up the voicemail line, see if somebody wants to do that who has some experience with that. Because if you do it. It can't fail. That's the big thing. If you do it and you get 20 people there, then they're going to laugh at you. You got to put 500 people in the state house screaming and yelling at these lawmakers because that's what they respond to. Why do the lunatic teachers get their way? Because they wear their color-coordinated red shirts. And they're loud. And they behave like psychos, and they get their way. We have to go down there. Now, we don't necessarily have to wear color-coordinated shirts, but we have to go down there and behave like psychos. Mm Mm-hmm. We got to go as we got to follow the law. You got to obey the rules, but you got to scream. You got to yell. You got to chant. You got to give over the top doomsday scenarios. And also, if you see these people out in public, stop being nice to them. Stop acting like you're happy to see them. Get up in their grill legally, follow all the laws, and you tell them how they're ruining your existence and how much they suck and how much you can't wait to vote against them. The time for emails is over. It's in person. If I say hand-to-hand combat, is that going to get me in trouble? Yeah, you just want to make them uncomfortable. Well, I don't mean literally combat, but I mean in terms of a political, from a political perspective, the in-person, this is an in-person event now. Mm -hmm. And that is not our choosing. That is their choosing. They have made it very clear. They got all the emails. They, they ignored them. They got all the phone calls. They ignored them. There was not one person who called and said, oh my gosh, please keep raising my property taxes. <laughs> it's so great. Not one person did that. And they got thousands of calls and emails and they did nothing. So legally and peacefully, we've got to now take this to them in person. And your job is if you see them out in public, tell them what you think. Don't be nice to them. Don't shake their hand. Don't give them any credit. Don't tell them they're doing a good job. And then we got to figure out something big to do collectively at the state house. And I, and I, look, I'll, I'll be the face of it or whatever, promotion, et cetera. But somebody's going to have to help organize it because I got a gajillion things going on. <laughs> to that woman's point, though, she said her reps are all Democrats. Yeah, you can still call them. You can still email them well, they're, and, they're, and hope that they'll put pressure on their colleagues. But they're the, well, the Democrats are markedly better than the Republicans on property taxes. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, I'll say it out loud. Joe Hogsett has done far more for property tax relief than the Indiana Republican Party. But these people are shameless. You, you There is no you can't shame them. You can't guilt them. You can't 
common sense them. They don't. They don't care. They don't care. Uh, all right. Here's what we're going to do. So remember yesterday we were talking about all the really bad ads that run from politicians. And we were talking about all the hammer was with us. We were talking about all the missed opportunities. The one guy's named Willis. How did he not start his ad with what you're talking about, Willis? And so we'd said yesterday when hammer comes in for his segment today, he's going to write an attack ad on one of our listeners. (laughs) And so we want one of you to be the person that Hammer writes the attack ad about. (laughs) Who wants to be the guinea pig here? What we're going to do is we're going to take caller number four at 317-239-9393. 317-239-9393. Kev is just going to get your name. And then when Hammer comes in, he's going to get some info from you, and he is going to write an attack ad about you and read it on the air. So 317-239-9393, caller four. You can be Hammer's victim when we come back. Good luck. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Did you know St. Jude has one of the largest pediatric sickle cell programs in the country? St. Jude freely shares the discoveries they make, and every child saved at St. Jude means doctors and scientists worldwide can use this knowledge to save thousands more children everywhere. Join me today in helping to fight sickle cell disease by becoming a partner in hope. Call now, 1-800-411-9898. That's 1-800-411-9898. 1050 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Hammer joins us in the studio. We have someone brave on the line who uh, wants to be roasted, so to speak. Okay, so if you're just tuning in, I said that I could write a negative campaign ad for anybody on the fly. Yeah. We've done this before. I've done it about Rob. Yeah, it's great. So I'm going to uh, put my money where my mouth is here, and we're going to do it about caller number four. Yeah, and let's point out we're doing this because some of these political ads are so bad and uncreative, and there's totally missed opportunities, and these consultants get paid all this money to write these ads, and Hammer has could do it better in 30 seconds and <laughs> for a fraction of the price. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be a negative campaign ad, all right? So caller number four, I believe, is Seth. Seth, are you there? Yeah, hey, good morning. Good morning, Seth. So I'm going to ask you a few questions here. I'm going to get some information before we put this ad together, okay? <laughs> okay. Now, before we get started, you have to understand that this is going to be a negative campaign ad. So you can't get upset. You can't cry. You can't go boo-hoo. If that's a problem for you, you can hang up right now. Are we cool? Oh, no, I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. Seth, <laughs> ah, brave. where are you from, Seth? I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana. Indy. Okay. If you were going to be running for any sort of political office, what would it be? Uh, we need a new mayor. I'll go mayor. I, you've Good already move. got my vote, Good Seth. Move. <laughs> you've already got my vote. Okay. What do you prefer, Mexican food or Chinese food? Oh, I have to go Chinese. Okay. Do you have any pets? Uh, no, no pets. Okay. What about uh, family? Got a wife, got kids, got an ex-wife. What are we talking about here? Yep. I got one wife. Married for about three years. Okay. Okay. Any kids? Are there little Seths running around? No, no little Seths. Thank goodness. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let me write this down. Uh, have you ever been arrested, Seth? I have not. 
Okay, well, you're disqualified to be the mayor of Indianapolis. I'm sorry. Um, I do like a few drinks, though. Okay, well, tell me about that. Tell me about a time that you've been overserved, Seth. A uh, few times at uh, the good old Ball State University uh, down oh, in the Chug. Oh, the Chug. I I remember that well. I remember being uh, cut in line by Bonzi Wells multiple times. Um, Seth, have you ever been nude in public? <laughs> I have not. I don't believe you. Okay. So I think I got a lot to work with here. So here's what's going to happen. Seth, I want to put you on hold, okay? Kevin, put okay. Seth on hold. Uh, we're going to do the ad, then we'll go back to Seth to get his response. Okay, perfect. All right. Here we go. Are you ready? Kevin, hit the music. You want Seth and Indy to be the mayor. Well, let's just look at the facts. In all of his years in Marion County... He spent absolutely zero minutes in city-county council meetings. Zero. None. Not a single one. And do you really want to trust the keys to the most important city in the state to a man who likes food from the Chinese Communist Party? He doesn't have any pets. He doesn't have any kids. What else does Seth have? Common sense? Oh, no! Rational spending? He claims he's never been nude in public. But he also has been known to be hammered drunk at the chug at Ball State. Which is it, Seth? You can't have it both ways. And Indy deserves better. No nudity, no arrests but a propensity to drink like a fish. <laughs> Seth and Indy, we can't afford another mistake. Oh, hey! wow! Wow, that was amazing! All right, so let's bring Seth back on here. <laughs> Seth, does that work? Is that all right for you? That was the best campaign I've ever voted for. <laughs> and the thing is, I'd still vote for you over Boss Hog, Seth. With all of that, you still have my vote, Seth. All right, let's go for mayor. All right, thank you, brother. Thanks, I appreciate Seth. it. Uh, look, you got a talent. You have a real talent, and you know I hate to say anything nice about you, but you have a real talent to be very creative and very mean, and when you put those two together, you would be a great attack ad writer. I'm available right now. We're getting into the nitty-gritty of primary season, so if somebody wants a freelance guy to write a negative ad, I'll be your huckleberry. I'm in. And this is the way ads should be, because what would we do? Let's say the guy had done the What You Talking About, Willis. Right. We would be talking about this guy. Think of the earned media this guy would have gotten if he had just done a, had a fun. You could still say all the things. I'm for uh, you know good streets and right and, a uh, full different and, stroke style commercial. What you talking about, Willis? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm talking about safer schools. I'm talking about getting rid of CRT and having safe communities. I think the consultants call that cutting through the clutter. You need different strokes and different folks, and I'm the guy that can make Westfield different. I'm Scott Willis, and I appreciate your vote. Yeah, instead he gets nothing. Right. It's coming up this afternoon. It's boring ads. Come on now, people. Uh, so, Rob, you're going to give us an update on the Brownsburg yeah, scandal lots of stuff going coming on up there. this afternoon. Thanks, Hammer. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.